he does this character and then I um like he wrestles and stuff and does these like angles or whatever. Like Jim Cornette like thinks he's obviously a piece of shit and stuff. <laughs> but um I guess like I just want well, to be fair, Jim Cornette thinks a lot of people are pieces of shit, so you'll have to Yeah. <laughs> Anyone who doesn't have a threesome of his wife, right? Ooh. <laughs> Isn't that the whole thing that like people joke about? That he would try to have wrestlers fuck his wife or something? Yeah, I have heard that before. I, I have yeah, I've heard that. Alright. Anyway, um, continue. Sorry, Kev. <laughs> no. Um so like but this Hamble guy like went on and he did an interview saying about how like this referee was only brought in to bleed and how like um he he's like, Oh, I had a mask on and I had mesh over the eyes, so he didn't say like um what did he say? He's like he didn't say if I was actually hurting him to stop. I was trying to protect him with a spike, but I guess like the, the referee was supposedly like cutting himself to simulate the bleeding and stuff and like maybe cut himself too deep. But like what they were doing was they were trying to recreate it. Because like Kevin Solver was on this sh- like show booking and they were trying to recreate an angle with Kevin Sullivan and Dusty Rhodes from Florida Championship Wrestling back in like the early 80s where like Kevin Sullivan was like stabbing Dusty Rhodes with a spike. So the long long story short, I don't know who or what to fucking believe with it. So So the at least the reports that that I heard um, were that the angle was supposed to be that the ref was going to blade himself but then he was struggling to do it, which then pissed off yeah. Hannibal Lecter or whatever the fuck his name is. Um, so then he started actually hitting him with the spike to try to get him to bleed and then just took it too far. And the other referee who was originally in the match had to run back out and like start yelling at him to try to get him to stop. And like dude ended up in the hospital with a shit ton of stitches like throughout his head. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so. Yeah, it's like it was a fucked up thing to say because when they're like dragging him from the ring, like you just see the blood, like. Oh yeah, because he, he he uh, nicked the hit one of his arteries or arteries, something like. That. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. like I said, I don't know who. Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I believe this Hamill guy because somebody made a comment. What was it? Uh, like if if um, <laughs> like when it comes if. If Hannibal, uh, if you don't have a, a, a Wikipedia page, um, Hannibal won't be able to do an interview with you because <laughs> that's just how he knows people's stuff. Like he doesn't know like shit about anybody. Like from just studying stuff, it's like, oh, okay, I got an interview with, uh, you know, um, and, and, I don't know, Bushwhacker Luke. <laughs> let me go. Let me ask a question too, just by looking at it. How is he supposed to blade himself when the dude's got his neck peeled back and his arms on the mat and he's digging the shit into his head? Right, and that's yeah. the thing too. Yeah. Like he's like, he, and he said he's like, oh, you see the spike, the spikes in the air, and it's supposed to be like the meat of my hand hitting his head, no. simulating the spike. But like, no, like the spikes like still sticking through, and like I think what happened was like the reason why the guy couldn't couldn't say stop is because he had actually passed out yeah <laughs> at one point so like this dude's just i don't know he's uh, just trying to he, oh yeah, cover he, his... he released a video too talking about it i see the other yeah. video up right here yeah yeah, yeah he, he released a video after he uh got out of the hospital he, he, much more he, open like gofundmes and stuff to for his uh or not gofundmes yeah. uh which Bills. Yeah, yeah, his medical bill is like ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and like this Hamble guy is like, oh, the promote. You know, this uh, Hamble, you ever heard the Hamble guy? He talks like this. Uh, uh. Oh, yeah. like he's fucking. He's a fucking. Yeah, I mean, I, I, know. I could play the video for our listening audience, but it's four minutes and fifty two seconds, and you guys won't be able to hear any of it. So it'd be kind of yeah. <laughs> it'd be, I would say a waste of four minutes and fifty two seconds of your life. Yeah, All right. um, yeah sounds good. But but, re- but real quick too, did you guys hear that? Um, so you guys heard about Chris Jericho being hospitalized? Yeah, but, yeah, but then did, he was just chilling everywhere he could out in the UK. So like, but, what was but, he hospitalized for? But did you guys know that in the? Uh, 18 to 49 male demographic has the highest rate of hospitalization 
in history. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. I really hope that that's the cold open. They they made it very quick to say it wasn't COVID either. And of course oh, yeah. that is the cold open, Michael. You know, Welcome you, you everybody. I've been holding that for like the last three hours. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's sad. That is. <laughs> Alright, welcome everybody to the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. We've been kind of bantering on a little bit here and there, but that's just kind of what we do now. Thank you for joining us this week. My name is Jason. Of course, I'm joined by Kevin and Michael. We got all three of us here again. It's like the third week in a row. This is just, wow, crazy. I don't know what to do with this. Right? Third week in a row? Second week in a row? Yeah, I'm just confused because it's not like we were having a month straight where it was only two of us or something. I don't know. I just like to make it a big deal when it's all three of us. But <laughs> You kind of went all shaggy. You kind of went all shaggy on us. Like, zoinks! Did I? <laughs> three really? weeks in a row. <laughs> Jinkies. Yeah, if only you had the van with the cloud of smoke. Anyway, so um, so yeah, so uh, if you know anything about our show, you know we like to talk about things going on in and out of professional wrestling. Uh, basically, mostly you know things that happen on you know the main programming for WWE and AEW, even a little bit of NXT. You can always join in on the conversation by tweeting us at Live Your Gimmick. That is the at symbol followed by L I V Y O U R G I M M I C K. M-O-U-S-E. There he is. So, once again, I'm Jason. we got Kevin. we got Michael. Um, I'm seeing them Over right Teddy. now. But in, yeah, fondling. Yeah. No, um, like I, giving yourself a good old squeeze there. I'm seeing them right now, but unfortunately, unless I post this on TikTok or our YouTube channel, you won't see it. It just depends on how much time I have. And right now, during the holiday season, being a manager of a retail store, I don't have much. So you may not hear our voices for a week or two, so you can always catch up on previous episodes if you go back we, through we our get, archives. We get a break? Maybe. Oh my God, we'll we, see. We'll what? talk oh, about it. We might have to take a break because well, well, hold on. Let's look at the calendar real quick. And our well, I know last year you bitched when we took a break. You're like, oh man, we we started to like rank and hit big, and then we stopped, and now we're yeah, in the shitter again. But we took we took a long break, and that was partially because I was moving. If we take a, a break this time around, it would maybe be for like a it would maybe be for like a week or two, maybe maybe a week. No, so ne- next Sunday is the 19th. We should be able to record the 19th without a problem. Uh, but then the Sunday after that is the 26th, which is the day after Christmas. I don't think I'll be able to, but maybe the 27th. So may, I don't know. Maybe we'll take one week off for Christmas and then we'll come back. My only concern is, all right, I'll tell you what. You're both you're going to be shit-faced on New Year's, so we ain't doing it the week after either. Shit, I, I don't get shit-faced on New Year's, dude. I'll have some drinks, but I'm not going to be shit-faced. <laughs> I cannot remember the last time I was shit based on New Year's. No, yeah, even yeah, because Kevin usually they usually come over to my house and they end up driving home afterwards, so they don't get shit faced no. either. Yeah, so yeah. Or when when your wife doesn't drink, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> she just drives. Yeah, that's right. Kevin's wife can drive him home. So yeah, that anyway. doesn't mean Kevin won't be drunk. That just means that he's well, got yeah, a DD. Neither one of us really go <laughs> heavy, man. Like we're we're almost forty. It just doesn't happen anymore. Um. But yeah, so maybe we'll take like the. I, I'd say if we take a week off, it would be next week, and then um, come back on the twenty sixth because I don't want to miss uh, talking about day one. Um, so you know, like doing a preview for day one. But I don't know. That's really about it. Maybe we can make uh, Michael defend his gimmick minute live and worldwide championship that he doesn't have yet. Yeah, it hasn't shown up yet, so I ain't defending shit. Well, where's yeah, he? Well. Where's he gonna send it to, Michael? I'm going to say my address on the air. Well, I'm saying you've never given him your address. How's he supposed to ship it to you? Well, he never asked for it. And well, you never gave it to me. He ain't asking for it. <laughs> He's not going to do that That just work. means I get to be the longest like reigning defending champion to not defend it next at to this, At this point, you might as well just defend it because then that way, you know, in case you end up losing it, you just, at least help me save like 12 bucks. Come on. Well, are you coming? Come on, come are, you, are you coming home for Christmas, Michael? Uh, no. Oh, you're not. Oh, well, damn. Yeah, well, I won't be back until probably at least February. 
All right, well, so I'll tell you what, just wait till, <laughs> wait till then. <laughs> you can defend it at WrestleMania. It's going to cost maybe like $5 to ship. And, Let's say it's Kevin's, a fucking cardboard belt, Kevin's Kevin. Like, Jesus Christ. Kevin's thing is going to cost them $100. Kevin over here is so out of touch with how much things hey, cost. Thing's he might be Trump over here. Like, oh, yeah, gas is $7 in California. He's got some fucking weight to it, okay? So, well, first of all, he doesn't live in the UK. He just lives in Arizona, so it's not that. Doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> yeah, international shipping it, fucking crazy. Okay, yeah. all right. I'm gonna get. You know what? We have a shipping department in my work. I'm gonna get it weighed, and I'll tell you fuckers how much it actually is next week. He's gonna ship it through his work and not pay for it. <laughs> I bet you it's yeah. over five bucks. Well, yeah, it's gonna be at least because the bare minimum you you have to pay for first class is about three fifty. So, first class, you motherfucker, I'm shipping economy. You're going to get this thing in like well, three weeks. You, you, don't, you don't understand how shipping works. First class is their base. Like, that's the lowest it can go if it's not something that can take stamps. Oh, no, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure it's I'll, I'll make sure it fucking takes forever. That's why it's longer than I have my title right you're, you're, you're talking to the same guy who, when he uh, picked out the tuxes for his wedding, he pulled the George Costanza and immediately yeah. just flipped all the way to the back of the book. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Okay, speaking of George Costanza, like that Seinfeld group, Jason. I don't know about you, but like, I mean, come on, some of them lately haven't been very good. No, it's know. it's lost a little bit of its luster. Um, if you're if you're wondering what we're talking about, if you go in, if you if you have a Facebook account, there's a, a Seinfeld like wrestling group that you can join, and people just constantly put in memes and different. Um, you know, different gifts and stuff like that that kind of blend Seinfeld and pro wrestling. Some of them are really, really funny, but there are some that that definitely miss the mark for sure. I just think a lot of people are just like I, I and I can understand it. Like, join this group and like kind of trying too hard. And they're like, "Hey, it's my first one. Did I do good? Did I do good?" I'm like, mm. <laughs> oh, some of them are pretty good, but yeah. why are you um, calling out Jason like that? He's right here. I have not <laughs> made a single meme in that group. I'm more of a, I'm just a lurker. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I just lurk. I don't participate. <laughs> I'm a lurker and a shit talker. So. <laughs> I invited you to the group. I don't think you joined. I, I didn't join because I have no desire. I'm like, if there's anything good, you guys will just post it in Discord. Yeah, that's true. I'm not going to anymore. No. That's fine. <laughs> My day will be just about the same either way. I still will. I'll just I'll just text him the mic. Yeah, yeah. There, <laughs> there you go. go. There you go. It's uh, assuming he knows my phone number since apparently he didn't ask for anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Let's uh, let's talk a little pro wrestling. All right. So uh, we, we left off last week um, talking a little bit about storylines, and one of the storylines that we were kind of talking about that was kind of com- kind of compelling, as as we we all agreed that there's not too many compelling storylines in, in pro wrestling outside of a, a few. Uh, one of the ones that we talked about was the Becky Lynch and uh, Liv Morgan storyline. They had a match last week for the. WWE Raw Women's Championship, and it was. Oh, gee, I wonder how that ended. In the same mm. building, I guess, as the where Trish and Lita Trish main and evented Lita. Uh, their their Raw, so it was kind of a, a throwback to them. And uh, even Trish kind of tweeted about it, said this time the blonde wins or something. But uh, unfortunately, mm. that did not happen. You know, we had Becky getting the win, but it does. It was a. It was a, it wasn't clean, so it does set up to have another match. So the question would be, is she going to get that rematch at day one? Because uh, a lot of people think this is going to put Liv in the spot to win the Royal Rumble and maybe go after it Mania. But I feel like they would. I don't. I don't feel like they would stretch it out that far. I feel like it would be something where at day one she would she would have a rematch against Liv. Yeah, I, my I guess. Yeah, yeah, mine too. I just I can't see them being like all of a sudden like, oh hey, just because I just don't think Liv has enough like, I don't know, I don't think she has enough uh, momentum as far as like believability. I guess is like if she's really gonna take the title off Becky. I feel like the reason why she doesn't have the believability though is because we've seen this play out so many times where she gets in a rivalry with someone, they build her up as like the the underdog, and then she still gets beat in the end. Yes. Yeah. I guess my my concern is the match. I don't know if either of you guys watched it, uh, but the match wasn't great. It, it was, it felt rushed at the beginning, and I feel like they they kind of calmed down and it got much better towards the end. But it almost 
seemed a, a little bit of a chemistry clash for a little bit. It just didn't seem like they, they really had it. It could have just been an off night. And the crowd wasn't wasn't as hot for it as I, I think I, I would have hoped for. And I don't know if that's just because the match started. Like I, I felt like they didn't give the crowd a chance to breathe maybe for a little bit. Maybe that hurt it a little because, you know, sometimes, you know, after they would hit a big spot, they just they just went right into the next thing instead of giving the crowd some a chance to kind of get get into it. But I feel like that, that did change a little bit towards the end. Hopefully that that helped a little bit. But that that was the only kind of takeaway that I had is I just didn't I'm OK with the way it finished because I, I think it'll lead to another match and hopefully it'll lead to Liv getting her moment on maybe a bigger stage. But. At the same time, I feel like if the crowd reaction wasn't there and the match wasn't that good, then maybe that's going to kill her momentum altogether once again. I just, I, I just can't see, like right now, Liv Morgan as a champion, like I don't know, helping sell tickets for WrestleMania as a champion. I just, I don't know. It, it, I just, I think it just goes back to like, you know, as far as their women's division, you know. I do think the women's division is good, but like, you know, not to the point of like having, you know, two champions. Like, if anything, I'm fine with the tag titles, but like, you really just need one woman's champion. Like, I think right now everybody what they want to see is, is Charlotte and Becky, and they, you know, what I mean, like you had that great storyline of them throwing the belts at each other and all that behind supposed behind the scenes shit, and then it's just nothing. It's just cooled off. So here's my question for you, because, I mean, Becky Charlotte isn't going to happen for a while. I have to assume they're on different shows, they're both champions. It, it just doesn't add up. Who who do you have to throw in Becky? Because like you said, the women's roster, there's they're, they're all talented, but there's no one who they've built to have that momentum. I mean, it's the really. same thing. It's the same thing. Who do you have to throw in Roman? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, okay. I mean, Roman Brock at least has you know the big bad of Brock Lesnar, right? To, to do it. Um, oh my, we'll, we'll talk about Brock Lesnar here in a little bit. Oh, I know we will. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm trying to pull up the Raw roster right now just to to see which women because I, I I know I know you got Dewdrop, you got Bianca uh, as a part of the Raw roster. You have. Um, Carmella, which, you know, I, I don't see Carmella's not really in that position. I, I would say, you know, out of anybody, it, it could also, it, it could easily be Bianca once again. Um, but that's, I mean, that's, that's really the only person that I can see. I, I mean, Liv, to, Liv has been built up to it though. And, and I felt like she was in the position to do it until that match just wasn't, just wasn't what I was expecting it to be. Like I, you know, I, it would have been cool if she won, yeah. But it, it, it just wasn't the same. It, I don't know. It just wasn't the match I was expecting. I, I was thinking it would be a much better match, and you would leave that match thinking, "Oh my gosh, li- this is Liv's time. She's next." But I just, I guess, I didn't get that feeling. Now you did get the uh, the angry Liv girl memes. Did you guys catch yes. those? I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So real quick, Raw Women's. Uh, Raw women's roster. Of course, you got Becky. Alexa Bliss is technically on the Raw roster. You got Bianca. See, that was going to be my answer. It was going to be that you have Alexa make her big return at the Rumble, win it, and then she could be the, the person to do it. But that depends on what they bring her back as. If they bring her back as that fiend-esque character, I don't know if the fans are going to get behind it just because of how butthurt they are over Bray Wyatt. Yeah, that's true. I feel like the the whole reason she's been off for this long though is to give that character time to die and and reinvent. I'm pretty sure it was all just her taking a break. Yeah, I, she made she made a big announcement about it like when she first like got writ, written off TV. She did that. Uh, she had that deviated septum or whatever, mm-hmm. and she needed to have that repaired or something too. I guess it's kind of like that. They remember what Paul, our friend Paul, had, mm-hmm. and he got he got that surgery to get it fixed or whatever it's, it's basically like when you get a cold like like when he um she would get a cold let's say if she gets a cold it's like 20 times worse than like you where i got a cold or whatever with that uh, okay. so that's that's what she got like repaired i guess yeah so. no it makes sense so tamina's on the raw roster rhea ripley which rhea ripley could easily be built up but we've seen that yeah. so many times going into wrestlemania 
Uh, and she's stuck in the fucking tag team division with yeah 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 well it's kind of funny because so in uh, so if you're looking at the raw page you see Rhea Ripley her picture is with the raw with the tag team championships but she's not a tag team champion then you got Queen Zelina she's wearing the crown and she has a tag team championship <laughs> Nikki ASH is holding the tag team championship and then of course you got Carmella who is also holding the tag team championship. But then you have Dana Brooke, who's a current 24 seven champion, but she's not holding that belt. Uh, Dewdrop is also on the roster, Liv Morgan. And um, I think I covered Nikki and Carmella. And yeah, that, that pretty much covers it other than Bianca. So you, you wonder why their pictures haven't been updated. Cause they fired all the cameramen and they don't have anyone to, to take new <laughs> <laughs> picks. <laughs> Uh, well, like, due to budget uh, cuts, we don't have a, a photo department at all. You have to go down to your yeah, local Sears and get yeah. your own picture taken. You just have to guess who's the champion. <laughs> <laughs> so the the only th- the only other thing on Monday Night Raw would have been the uh, the Bobby Lashley interjecting himself now into the World Championship angle. Yeah, like what the fuck? This is just like oh, we're just gonna throw all these dudes in the pot now. Yeah, I mean, the Raw opened up with an awesome cage match between Big E and yeah. and and KO. I mean, great match, a lot of fun. Uh, Big E getting the win, and then yeah, then all of a sudden Bobby Lashley comes out and just well, Seth I think started the Seth comes out, and then they go to like commercial break, and they come back, and Bobby Lashley's just fucking murdered everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of weird. It came hot out of the yeah. commercial break like that. So, you know, obviously that that's probably going to turn into a to a four-way match now, like fatal four-way for the for the WWE Championship. And I I'm okay with that. I mean, Bobby really hasn't gotten much since he lost the championship and, you know, interjecting himself back into it. That's I I'm fine with that. I mean, it, it's it's it adds an interesting little wrinkle to it because the the guy that's kind of the odd man out now is KO because you you almost feel like out of all of them, he's not going to be the one that wins it. You know. Well, I mean? yeah, because his contract's coming up, and he's been teasing that he isn't going to renew. He's been teasing it on camera. No, but on Twitter. Oh, I didn't know if he's been. Well, if he's teasing it on Twitter, that probably means he's going to renew. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. He's been like making references to what is what was their team called? Mount Rushmore. Uh, the thing he used to be with the Young Bucks, and I think Adam. Well, Cole. how many fucking factions can the Young Bucks be in? They're already in the know, elite. Right? They got this thing going with Adam Cole, and now now you're gonna add KO into it. Like, how many how many buddies are they gonna? How they how many buddies? Well, they are need they something because clearly Undisputed Era is gonna come back in AEW. So then yeah. the Young Bucks need someone, and and Kenny's out for God knows how long. So they, they need a new faction to cling on to. Apparently. And they're all going to fly under the elite umbrella? I don't know. Like, that's kind of weird. Have you guys... Just spe- kick <laughs> Speaking of factions, before we move on, do, have you guys seen, like, uh, it, it, that um, the ROH show, you know, that uh, EC3 kind of is creating a little bit of a buzz with this faction that he's got, and he added... Uh, yeah, Stroman the Create Your Own Narrative thing? Yeah, they're calling Strowman Titan. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That's a that's kind of low hanging fruit, honestly. I mean, yeah. they, they could. You might as well just went by his fucking his government name at that point, like. Yeah. But I, lazy. I kind of like this darker EC three with this uh, with this creating this fra- faction. I think it's um, I think it's interesting. It's creating a little bit of a buzz. I don't know. He, he's been it. he's been real fucking weird ever since he got fired. Yeah. Like yeah, he's, he's been doing all shit. these weird fucking YouTube videos where he's like melting Matt Cardona's action figures and shit. It's <laughs> real fucking. <laughs> I'm doing, like it's like some he's like turned into Sid from Toy Story. I'm totally all in for that. That's awesome. No, I mean you know, but that that's the thing though. Like he he's trying to make a name for himself. He's trying to do something yeah, different. He's, he's getting his name out there, people. Yeah, yeah. and it's different. Well, did you guys, it's different. Do you guys? I don't know if you guys probably. So NWA had a their little like pay per view thing where hard times too or whatever. Did you see who came out and attacked? Uh, Trevor Murdoch, who's the he's the NWA champ right now. Lance Cade. I'm no. <laughs> Oh my god. I think Lance yeah, Cade. The, I, I honestly think Lance dead. Cade's dead. <laughs> no, there's no honesty. He really is dead. Anyway. Um so it, it, the guy who came out and attacked him is probably gonna be his next challenger. So think about it. Luthez, Harley Race, Terry Funk, Briscoe, Flair, Cardona. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. 
Man, I, I, did, I did see that. You're yeah. right. Yeah, I did see Ugh. that. You I was like, oh, he popped it. up in NWA now? What what, what oh promotion God. is he not going to pimp out for? I'm just saying, <laughs> he, wins, he wins the NWA title. You're gonna. That's what you're going to hear. Like, you know, move over Luces. Oh, <laughs> um, of course, yeah. I mean, he's, he's oh, going to completely fall out with it. Which is, you know, to each his own. I mean, I think Matt Cardona's finally, finally leveraged into realizing that people really don't like him and I think he's become becoming more comfortable with it and he's in, he's starting to enjoy it now. I, I think that honestly that was his problem in WWE is he he kept trying to be this babyface character, this woo 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 guy, or if he would have just embraced how much of a dick he is, he might have been able to be the top <laughs> heel in the company so, and never been released. So, so story time, before I um realized how toxic he was for the toy community. Right. And I actually liked their podcast. He talked about at one point he wanted to do a heel run, but they wouldn't let him. They didn't want him as anything more than just that like dorky fucking baby face that nobody likes anyway. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. I mean, who knows if it, it's, some of that could be true. Some of it couldn't be, but at the same time though, if that's really what he wanted to do, then he should have kept pushing for it. And you know what I mean? Like if he's going to be that dorky guy oh, and not be on he, TV, him then, and, him and uh, fuck, what's Brian Myers? Both like would go with ideas to creative regularly, apparently, uh-huh. and they'd get shot down because they they were jobbers. Fucking creative didn't want to have to actually do anything for them. They were like, "You're gonna put these other guys over," <laughs> but you're gonna win the tag team championships at WrestleMania. And yeah, in your hometown, yeah. title at, at WrestleMania. I mean, he yeah. had some some big moments, but yeah, I mean, if, I I would have been all you know. Him as a dick heel would be a perfect character for him in any promotion. So the fact that he's taking it taking it on tour, say, good say, for him. Say it right, say it right, Jason. It's a cocksucker heel. Cocksucker, right? It's a cocksucker in general. And before any any fucking marks, not that there's that anything wrong with like that. him. No, of course not. <laughs> uh, before any marks who may actually like him, just to let you know, he actively in his his exclusive Patreon Facebook group for the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast would encourage his fucking cult following to go cyber bully people in other figure groups that didn't like him. Hmm. Yeah. 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 That's normal. Yeah. That's normal behavior. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Moving on. Um, NXT 2.0 was a little emotional. Uh, We had possibly the departure of uh, Kyle O'Reilly. It looked like, and also Johnny Gargano. He, He came on and said goodbye to the, to the NXT crowd. There's a lot of speculation on where Johnny Gargano is going and what he's doing. Um, you know, you know, of course, people think he might be going to AEW. You know, I've heard reports saying that it's it's 100% for sure. But then there's also speculation that he could end up on Raw or SmackDown and that he actually signed to stay with WWE. So there's a lot of mystery surrounding that. So I think it'd be interesting to see what happens and, and where he does end up. But um, and it was kind of funny, too, because MJF, I don't know if you guys saw this MJF now and again, posts some funny shit. Uh, mm-hmm. He posted a picture of O'Reilly with kind of like a smile on his face, like saying waving goodbye to everybody. And then a picture of Gargano, like looking all sad. And he said the face of somebody going to AEW and the face of somebody going to Raw. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. So uh, that's um, funny, but. I, honestly, I'd be shocked if we see Gargano anywhere. I would assume he's going to take a few months off since his wife. Oh yeah, off. yeah. I, I think I think, and I think that's more or less what it, what it's going to be. I, I fully feel that he's probably still with WWE. He's just taking the time off for with Candice to you know have the baby and whatever, and then he'll eventually return. But it'll be on the main roster, not NXT. But I saw that. Did you see that he's selling shirts on ProWrestlingTees.com? Yeah, that was one yeah. thing that I saw and too. Twitch. Oh, and he has, okay. a, he, and he's, right, he, has he has a Twitch account now. Oh, yeah, well, I don't. I don't think he's staying with WWE. Maybe he's not then. I, but I don't think he's signed with anybody. I think he's just gonna chill yeah. at home for a little bit with his his super pregnant wife and. Well, well yeah. maybe not. Well, we'll see what happens, I guess. He could end up anywhere. I just don't, like, my problem with, with him going to, and it's even anymore with, with some of these other guys, like, you know, I almost feel like there's not really room for them in AEW, and if they do include them in there, then who are they going to push to the wayside 
and give less time to that we're starting to like, you know what I mean? Like we're starting to get good storylines with, I I mean, we're starting to get a little bit of a storyline with like Dante Martin and guys like that. But if you're going to add a Kevin Owens and a Johnny Gargano, do you have time for Dante Martin? Do you have time for, for hook, which we're going to talk about that soon too. Oh, fuck Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, do we have time for some of these guys? That, that would be my only main concern, I guess. I mean, I, I just look at it as eventually AEW is going to become NXT 3.0. Yeah, I, I mean, really, it's kind of what it's... It's, it's becoming the NXT we want, not yeah. the NXT I mean, they're, 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 trying, because... they're keeping that black and gold theme alive, and, oh, we're, yeah. we can't be black and gold here. We'll go over there and be black and gold. Yeah, um, and I, I'm fine with it because, for the most part, all the people you mentioned, they're talented, but I don't care about them. I want to see, you know, the Garganos, the Coles, the... the Brian Danielson's like I, I nothing against the the homegrown talent, but they never did anything for me to begin with. So yeah, but you have to build those guys up to 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 care about them for people to to keep watching your product. Because what happens when the Coles and the Garganos and the Kevin Owens and the Brian Danielsons all start to get old and you know not not be able to go anymore. Well, I, know Jason, got, I know you got a while what, what, before that happens for most of these guys, but still. Or what if they? What heaven forbid? What if, what, what if one of them gets seriously injured? Because they take a lot more risks on AEW, and that that's definitely a possibility. You know what I mean? You, yeah. you need people that can step into that spotlight. Well, Jason, see, here's the thing: uh, you still mark out for a company that actively only has a roster big enough to maybe fill the Royal Rumble uh, that has that exact problem. So I think they'll be fine. Yeah, sure. Hey, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying anything. I, I mean, AEW definitely has a deeper roster. That's what I'm saying. I almost mm-hmm. think it, at some point it's gonna be too deep. Like they don't have enough. I mean, TV spots wrong. for all this time. I, I feel bad for the the younger guys who are getting bumped for these guys that are they're getting you know taken from the other companies. But at the end of the day, what's gonna raise ratings? What's gonna put butts in seats? It's not yeah, gonna and, be and, the, the, those and, guys. And what's going to raise their game? What's going to raise their level? Learning from these guys, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I think at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Like, it is, it's no more than, I know it's for, like, maybe not, you know, full-time shots or anything, but, you know what I mean? You got people like Goldberg that come in for twice, two, three times a year and make more fucking money in three, t- you know, three appearances than, you know, five or six WWE people combined, you know what I mean? Like, so I, I, I think at the end of the day, yeah, there, there is a lot of, you know, maybe <laughs> there is maybe too much, but like, like Mike said, I don't think it's a, it could be a bad thing, okay. you know? And if, you know, at the end of the day, someone will leave, they leave. And it is what it is. I, I don't think they're going to get like the major people. Like they don't want to like the people like the MJFs and, yeah, the pillars aren't yeah. going anywhere. But yeah. like, um, I, I plus, I mean, thinking about it, you can also turn Rampage into that like NXT style show where it's got some of the the guys who are going to pop the ratings going up against the guys who are new and upcoming and learning, kind of like what they've been doing with Punk. So you can you can finagle it to where they still get their their time to you know shine on on TV without it being like a huge problem and without completely bumping them to the YouTube shows. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially. That's right. I mean, we'll, we'll, I guess we'll see what happens. I mean, only time will tell. We still don't know where, you know, if some of these guys are even going there. So I guess we'll just have to wait and wait and see. Um, but anyway, switching gears, we can talk a little bit about dynamite. So, you know, we have to open up with the same way they opened the show. And that was with CM Punk healing out on long Island. I mean, oh my god, it was so amazing! Very interesting approach to you know, you know. So basically, you know, it kind of was almost like how Bret Hart was only a babyface in Canada, and he was a, he was mm-hmm. a heel everywhere else. It, it, it kind of led to that same. Okay, MJF is a babyface in Long Island because he's from there, so Punk's gonna just embrace that heel role and just go out and and just roast them. So I thought that was I thought that was a very interesting take, and it was very well done. Oh yeah, that was that was fucking beautiful from from start to finish when he he comes out to mjf's music and then fucking just starts talking mad shit like (laughs) just casually too so it wasn't like the stereotypical heel stuff it was like him just you know kind of be like 
oh yeah you guys like him oh that's unfortunate yeah. and, like just making jokes about it from there uh, and then like leading into the fucking dynamite battle royale like with mjf coming out and just getting insane cheers and that video package of him showing up in like a sports car walking onto a football field yeah wearing his letterman jacket wearing his letterman jacket yeah, yeah. Uh, reliving the glory days and how about even that little you know where um where uh, dante martin was getting beat up in the middle of the ring and and you know mjf had that will i will i like he was like teasing mm-hmm. running down and then finally he runs down and just starts beating up on him too. <laughs> <laughs> and then the punk comes to save him and the crowd boos the, the shit, shit out of him uh-huh. yeah you know, the one thing that, that bothered me about that whole thing was, okay, so Dante Martin supposedly left Leo Rush and signed with Team Taz, okay? So now in this battle royal, you know, Leo Rush gets eliminated. Dante Martin has nothing to do with it. But then because he eliminated Ricky Starks, he's apparently turned his back on Team Taz. Like, why does that matter if a member of, like... Team Taz won it, won it. Oh, so then Taz was like, "Oh, he, he turned his back on us. He 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 he, he turned his back. He's no. He and Leo Rush planned this from the beginning. Like Leo Rush so, wasn't so, even out there. Like that didn't even so make here's, sense." Here's the two things with that. Um, the main first of all, thing, wait, first of all, Mike, I, I don't know about you, but for a second there, I thought was Taz on our podcast. <laughs> It wasn't that good of an impression. <laughs> oh my god, that's why, that's, that's why I said that. Um, <laughs> But anyway, anyway um, so I think the idea is that because there was two Team Taz members and there's MJF, and they could have worked together to eliminate him, and then one, uh, no matter what, a Team Taz member would have won the Dynamite Ring next week or whenever the fucking match is. Um, and two, they've this. My understanding is the story has kind of been built around the idea that like he's not really like all on board with this. That it's just like him and Leo Rush doing the long con. I don't know. Like, I, it, yeah, but it, it's it's played out very terribly. If that's what oh, the I'm not saying it's good was. by any means. I'm just saying like that's. I think that's the point they're trying to get across is because it, it, it everyone's like skeptic that he's not really a part of Team Taz and that it's just him and Leo Rush, you know, pulling the the you know. Well, apparently that wolf o- the wool over the eyes. Did you, yeah. say, did you say wolf? Well, over? I was gonna say wolf in sheep's clothing. Oh, uh, pulling say. the wolf in wolf. sheep's clothing. Yeah. Uh, you pull the wolf every night. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. How is, Real what good. is going on? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it just, to me, just wasn't, you know, it, it just wasn't done very well. And that's that's just kind of more. Uh, so then the other big news was, um, you know, Best Friends had a match against the Super Click. And um, there was a little bit of a. A little bit of a beatdown going on at the end, and then Sue's van pulls up, and out comes Hell Trent yeah. Beretta. <laughs> being called Trent Beretta again, and uh, he came out, cleared house, new haircut, trimmed down a lot, new look. I love how he says Sue's van. Yep. Ah, I mean, it's cool. <laughs> you know, you know, Trent had his mom. Like you know her. <laughs> Trent, right. Trent had his mommy drop him off at the fight. <laughs> I mean, this is going to turn into another Dana Brooke situation where, like, Trent's mom's going to start sending him tickets to okay. events. That's what they call. That's what he's they call gonna, her. On TV. Hold on, he, hold on, he's hold gonna, on. He's going to put her over on the show. I, they, they don't. That was a basically, like, you know, it was a good segment. It was no Dana Brooke winning the twenty four seven title, but it was a good segment. So hold on, they, they never, they never refer to her as Mrs. Beretta on TV. They call her Sue. They called her. I thought they called her Trent's mom. No, they call her Sue. They yeah. call her Sue oh, on TV. No, they call her yeah. Sue on TV. That's why. That's where it came from. I pulled that from. I, I pulled that maybe, from Excalibur himself. Thought maybe, thought maybe you guys got coffee or something. No, Sue. no. They call her Sue. Sue. Her name is Sue. A girl like, named. You guys Sue. Watch, do you guys watch? Do you guys watch Ted Lasso? Yes. Yes. Plan. 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 <laughs> all right anyway and then oh um God. you know then we got uh brian going up against big john silver that was actually a really good match i john silver brought it in that match i thought he hang he hung with uh brian danielson actually really well and of course brian gets the win which leads to um a little bit of a beatdown after which then leads to hangman coming out and i i honestly 
I almost wish Brian would have rolled out before Hangman got, like, once Hangman hit the ring and them not touch. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I would have pref- preferred them not touch before their match on, on Wednesday. Weren't they supposed? Wasn't there some sort of thing to this angle where Hangman was not allowed? To- yeah, I thought so too. That's what, or maybe it was just for that one week. But yeah, there was a, a thing where they weren't supposed to fight at all. But yeah, mm-hmm. so Hangman came out and then they they fought and they they didn't bring that up at all. And they even promoted maybe the match it'll on be brought Rampage. up between now and, they, and now they brought they they promoted the ramp match on Rampage on Friday and didn't say anything about it then either. So I, I, I it's uh, like they just pretended like that shit yeah, just didn't exist. Yeah, I was like, so it's professional wrestling. <laughs> it <laughs> yeah. doesn't count. Long term storytelling. Yeah, it'll all come down to Dana Run will lose to Hangman Page, and then he'll be like, you know what, you attacked me before our match, so I get another yeah. rematch, and I get to do this all over again until the next big like event. Right. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, even though apparently now Punk is like, hey, once I beat MJF's ass, I want to go for the title. Yeah, now all of a sudden he's I'm he's like, ready for a championship. He doesn't. Yeah, uh, I'm like, shit. Okay, well, no more putting over the little guys or putting yeah, up. He's the, like, fuck that. No, I guess he doesn't put them over, but yeah. I mean, oh, I mean, he kind of does. He gets some, he just he gets some do... close. Like he, yeah, you know, he 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 puts the tongue around the rim, but he doesn't push it all the way. I, I just love that we just that just became a, a, a fucking He puts a tongue around the rim, he just doesn't push it all the way right now. Oh man, I, I, yeah, there, there's the title of your show. Fucking talking about punk Let's, tongue uh, punching someone's fart box. Anyway, so Rim. <laughs> I really hope you want to write it down because I'm not out and he's not gonna write it. I think it's funny minutes. that he's slowly saying it as <laughs> He's writing it down. He takes him a minute to it's write. He, he didn't in. learn that well. All right. He, okay, let me, let me read this back to you guys. <laughs> I think we got it. He puts the tongue around the rim. But doesn't or he gets the hose in. again? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> puts the tongue around the rim. All right. So, push push it in. then on tongue SmackDown. The doesn't push well, Mike, 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 write me like two minutes to read this back to you again, okay? Okay. All right. All right thanks. I'll set my timer. So, on, okay. on, on, on SmackDown, the last two weeks have been two of my favorite segments on SmackDown. The first was when Brock convinced Sammy to wrestle for the, the Universal Championship that night. And... He like comes out, puts his arm around him, is like, buddy, like, fr-, like he's acting like he's his best friend. And it is the funniest uh-huh. damn shit in the world. But then last week, when he comes out and Sammy's in a wheelchair, Brock brings the chair around and just sits down. It's like, hey, Sammy, <laughs> how's it going? Like, dude, this, I love this Brock Lesnar. This is Brock yeah. Party, Brock Lesnar. Like, and, and the people that say Brock Lesnar doesn't give a shit about the business and he doesn't care and blah, 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 blah. This dude, like, when he would, he puts forth the effort. When he is there, he is there, and he's there working. So I give him yeah. a lot of props for that. Like he, you know, and, and the the mind. Come on, the fucking flip phone, the flip phone. Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> showing him pictures. <laughs> he's trying to show and him pictures. He, he just he's like, snaps he's like, it in half. <laughs> yeah, never gonna use these damn things. He just snaps it in half. <laughs> the fucking overalls. Somebody. Oh my god! Right on, on Twitter, WWE was like, um. SmackDown's on the air and overalls Lesnar. Is <laughs> I love oh, it. The, yeah, I everything from the it. look, you know, you got the ponytail going on. You got the, you know, he's looking hey. like a mountain man. Now he's wearing overalls. He wants to take Sammy moose hunting. <laughs> Somebody also tweeted, like, this is the best Brock Lesnar since the Brock party. Oh, yeah. And they showed him, they showed him in the ring, but like, th- at this time, the. This is when he finally changed the Money in the Bank briefcase to like a silver one, and it actually looked like an actual boombox. Mm-hmm. So they're showing him in the ring doing the dance, and then over in the corner is Lesnar like doing an air guitar, you know, <laughs> going crazy. And Brock goes over to him, and he's like, "Paul, what the hell are you doing?" <laughs> like, so good. But just everything with that, and just still with Heyman too. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Continuing to plant those seeds and. You know, Heyman calling him out, and then Brock flipping the switch. The switch, like oh, once, once. Been two minutes. Okay, so <laughs> he puts the tongue around the rim. 
but doesn't push it in. Okay. <laughs> I, think, I think I got it. You're uh, <laughs> I can't believe you saw a timer foot. <laughs> You think we're good, Mike? You think we need to do it again? I think I, I, well, I think we might need to do it again. All right. <laughs> oh god, I don't even know where to go from here. All right. Um, uh, I mean, we were talking about Letter Kenny Lesnar, so yeah. I mean, just just absolutely brilliant stuff from Brock, and uh, um, you know, continuing to kind of plant the seeds with Paul and everything there too, and then you're referring to him as his advocate with the with the. Charlie interrupting him on the way down to the hallway and everything too was, was great. So all good stuff going on there. Uh, aside from that, you got um, Tony storm and Charlotte actually having a match that didn't involve pie in the face. Um, Charlotte, Charlotte got herself disqualified. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say anything, but he started laughing. I, <laughs> I just got it. This is off the rails. <laughs> I think Kevin is dying. Oh, I think Kevin's having a heart attack. Kevin's throwing up, laughing over there. Oh god. Okay. Okay. Oh my well, god. I, yeah, I, 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 I did. He puts the tongue around the ring. You've got 45 seconds. You need to calm down. <laughs> I didn't hear it until I until I said it out loud. Sorry. Um, we so, didn't either. Tony and Charlotte had a match that didn't involve somebody getting a. Hide in the face. Pie thrown yeah. in their face. Yeah. Um, and a, cream, then, a cream pie. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> It was implied, Kev. You didn't have to say it. <laughs> You're the one who was like, yeah. Um, anyway. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I, I, I can't even transition out of this. This is pretty bad. Might as well wait for the timer to come up so he can say the line again. And then move on. Oh, my God. Apologize to anybody listening to this. Um, hopefully you are... You have as much sophomore tongue. He puts the tongue around the rims. Wait, hold on. One more time. Wait. He puts the tongue around the rim, but doesn't push it in. I mean, we can't see him, so I just have to assume at this point he's literally got like a, a tangerine or something like <laughs> doing this as he, he says he, it. He's taking, That's why it's so. He's taking the genius pose and. <laughs> yeah. He's no, like I, they're mouthing my, it out as he says it slowly. My battery is very low, so if I have my camera on, it'll drain my battery like crazy, and I'll end up getting cut off. And you know. okay, all right, cool. All right, anyway, oh so God. yeah, so basically, because Charlotte got herself disqualified, now Tony Storm gets her SmackDown Women's Championship match. So which good for that Tony shit Storm. made no sense to me because like she got herself intentionally disqualified. Yeah, because she wanted Tony to get the match so she could show her up basically cuz Charlotte's that cocky. That's what made that, that's how that's how I read yeah. it cuz Charlotte thinks that she's that superior above her that she's going to give her the shot just to show her that she can shit kick the shit out of her basically. So, that that's where that's what I got out of that. Um uh Woods got a new crown, good for him. They had some weird tag team thing going on. Uh, Drew McIntyre put a sword through a desk, and Adam Pierce couldn't get it out because apparently he's that not worthy. Funny. That was funny. Uh, Zia Lee made her debut. Did you check her entrance out? Yeah, no. She was electrifying, she literally. Like, they, oh yeah, she had the cool like Super yeah. Saiyan like explosion thing. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I did see that. Yeah, that was really cool. Uh, the way they did that was actually pretty perfect, and it, it fit the comic book style <laughs> character that they've been building for the last couple weeks with the vignette. So uh, that did not disappoint. And um, yeah, for her debut, they lose Charlotte in two weeks. So yeah, I guess that could happen. You're right. Um, <laughs> We'll see. Uh, the triple threat tag match. She's was... just like, why can't I just be excited about something? <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Triple threat. Thrill to me. The triple threat tra- tag match happened, and that was a thing. So moving on to AW Rampage and the debut of Hook. Y'all didn't know me. I didn't know what to expect. 
with Hook coming out because, you know, he's he's basically been a part of Team Taz and, you know, he's Taz's kid. Uh, so you, you would think that he might have some in-ring skill, uh, but, you know, he's real young and really they've only used him in spots to, you know, aid Team Taz against like Darby Allen and Sting. He's basically been kind of like a punching bag, somebody to get thrown around. So they made the announcement on Dynamite that he was going to have his first match. He comes out to go up against uh, Theo Del Sol, and holy shit, Hook is good. Like, really good. Fuck yeah. And, and just how... At, not, at, not even his not even his in-room work. I, I'm guessing this is where you're going. Like, yeah. how he carries himself. Like, how he walks to the ring. How he just leads the ring yeah. was fucking amazing. Without a doubt, like just just his nonchalant almost attitude that he had, and just the 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 absolute confidence that he even showed in being his first match, and yeah, just the way he carried himself, like he he carried himself like a legit star, and that's that's very rare for somebody that young. That's yeah, and he just like just he like chomps on that gum the whole time. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, th- I thought it was fucking amazing. Like, not, I mean, not like, you know, I'm like, you know, but like, it was pretty badass. Yeah. I mean, and, and he was against an opponent that's somewhat of a, of a <clears throat> jobber, but I mean, it wasn't that long ago that Del Sol was given Miro all he could handle. So, you know, it's not like this guy hasn't faced anybody. So, I mean, yeah. it was, but I mean, just to see him, I mean, he literally hooked him a couple of times. Like, this is not just a clever name. Uh, he, he was very, 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 like, smooth. You know what I mean? Like, yes. like you said, it, it was a perfect style match for him to do. But, dude, he was fucking over. Like, from the time his, like, name came on the, like, Tron, like, he was over walking to the ring. You know what I mean? But, like, yeah, just the way, like I said, his walk to the ring and his walk leaving the ring was, like, I remember more than anything yeah what about you mike what do you think yeah i was super impressed especially because like i didn't get the hype because everyone was like freaking out the whole send you know the the whole send hook thing like it was just yeah like yeah it was was this whole thing where it's like because he hadn't had a match he's always been used as that kind of like prop piece that people have been like yeah we what's what's we want to see him in the ring and like it's been building up for so long and then it fucking happened and i'm like Okay, well, I mean, at least it was worth the buildup. Yeah, I like I, I just didn't under I didn't understand the whole thing for a while. I'm like, wow, people really need to 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 chill, and or is this just like another Orange Cassidy thing where they just like it because it's weird kind of thing? Right. Yeah, and and he the the great thing about it too is he used some of his dad's moves, like mm-hmm. you could see a little bit of Taz in there, but he put his own flavor to it, or or did it a little bit differently. Or pulled it off, um, or even even threw in some different suplexes that you didn't really see Taz yeah. do all that often too. Which yeah, the one where great. he like held, like the one where he like picked him up and like held him. Yeah, and then you know what I mean, like in front of him. So it's like he had him. Not normally, like you you would pick somebody up like that and immediately suplex him. But he like what he rolled into it and he had him like in his arms and then he uh threw him over his head yeah and then he you know just what i'm talking kinda, about yeah, yeah then he just kind of got up and like kind of walked off like yeah yeah i just did yeah. that you know? <laughs> yeah like, yeah and i do like how like even though he uses the taz mission like how like taz is like it's not the taz mission anymore it's called red rum or whatever like yeah, he renamed like, it he's he, he's renaming this yeah. stuff like you know what i mean so um now yeah i mean now he's not gonna be able to do that to everybody on the roster you know what I mean? No, like I don't see, no. you know, there, there's there's certain guys that he's definitely not going to be able to throw around like that. So it'd be interesting to see him work with. What do you uh, mean? He's going to be able to do that to Miro easy. Right. <laughs> Let's see him do it to uh, to Powerhouse Hobbs. <laughs> but Paul White, yeah, hands down, going to yeah, be but, uh, cakewalk. Now, that, but, yeah. that would be the test. The first if thing you do like, that to Paul White or Mark Henry, yeah. holy shit. <laughs> But the first thing that crossed my mind was like, God, how awesome would it actually be to see him go like against Dominic Mysterio? You know what I mean? Like two yeah. young second generation, yeah. like you know what I mean? Like, but like I don't know. I, I could see this like Hook. Like I said, he's going to be protected for a while with some opponents, and I would love to eventually see him and Punk. I think those two. Uh, punk could help lead him and then with some guidance and direction like to just a like physical you know like strong style type match i think would be awesome yeah 
Yeah, I mean, realistically, but, uh, if you want to see him against the Mysterio, you just have to wait six months. I'm sure to be will release the Mysterios. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! <clears throat> just, oh my god! Just give Nick Khan a little time. Oh my! Did you guys see the Rock's tweet putting over Nick Khan? No, no. So the Rock apparently grew up with Nick Khan and his sister. Like they've been friends since way back. And uh, he That's he, unfortunate. he put out a really nice tweet of the three of them sitting at a table with their arms around each other, and you know he was reminiscing about them playing together as kids. And he's like, now Nick's the president of WWE, and his sister his sister does something in Hollywood with um you know like uh she's like a writer or something like that. But uh but yeah he he. You know, basically put over, and people are like, "Oh no, the Rock's friends with Nick Khan." Like, basically, like, "Oh, okay, well, this guy's obviously not going anywhere for a while if the Rock loves him." Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, it uh, it was kind of interesting. Now, you know, I, I don't think anybody really realized that or knew that, and all of a sudden he's like, "Oh yeah, it's my buddy from way back." Like, ah, shit, that's your friend. Yeah. Fuck. It's like one of those things yeah. where it's one of those things where you have a guy that you like, a friend that you really like, and then they introduce you to another friend that you know of, and you're like, ah, "I don't really like that guy," and then all of a sudden he's like, "Yeah, it's my buddy." I'm like, "Ah, oh, fuck, that's your buddy. Damn it." I'm or worse, they like introduce you and then it ends up being like their significant other or something. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh no. Yeah, definitely. Or you get your, or you get two friends and put them together on a podcast together or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just fucking around. <laughs> then you realize you actually hate one of them. <laughs> no. No. Then they then they tag team tag team you and uh, and oh boy, yeah. <laughs> Go pie in the face. Yeah. Is our is our uh, is our finishing move the Eiffel Tower? Oh god. <laughs> and on that note, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the show. No. So I actually honestly that's that's really all I got this week. That's all I really wanted to talk about and cover. I think we pretty much hit all the I mean ran, I'll, I'll be honest, uh, Rampage I thought was probably the best show of the week. Uh SmackDown was okay, but there's no Roman, so any SmackDown without Roman just isn't quite the same. It isn't SmackDown. Yeah. I mean Raw I thought it's was Raw I thought was decent. Dynamite was okay, but I thought Rampage honestly was the best show because you had the Lucha Brothers FTR tag match to open it, which was oh, hot. It was great. Yeah. Um and then you had the you know, even Adam Cole and Wheeler Yuta to close the show, which I don't know why they're giving so much damn time to Wheeler Yuta. That guy does not do a whole lot for me. Out of everybody in that best friends crew. No, and I'm not a big fan of Wheeler Yuta. I, I don't, don't know what it is. Honestly, I don't know why they should have closed the show with the tag title match. They should have opened the show with Hook. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, I, but you, you know, you don't know how Hooks get. You don't. You know what I mean? You don't, if you put Hook in that position, you don't know that he's going to get that pop, though. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's his first time out, his first match. I, I think putting him in the middle of the show is a, is safe, and there wasn't really much built into it. I like that they opened it with the tag match show because I I love how Rampage always has a hot open. You know that. Plus, yeah. keep in mind, don't go. they record Rampage immediately after Dynamite? Not always. Yeah, they do. Not always. Sometimes it's live. It just depends. It, you know. So, okay. Yeah. So let's say because that could have been another thing is if they the crowd was hot at the end of Dynamite, you don't want to have them exhausted going into Rampage for a match like that right. for a big debut. Right. Yeah. Without um, a doubt. But back to FTR. Did you guys see that they showed up at the Ring of Honor show mm-hmm. to attack whoever their like tag team champions are? Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, cool. Was that is that the Briscoes? Yeah. No, it's uh, oh, wait, no. No, oh, it's um what's his name? Bennett or uh, uh Maria Canell's Mike, Mike Bennett. Mike Mike Bennett and uh fuck I forget Carter's name. Um yeah, they tease like kind of a crossover of maybe some of those guys like doing like maybe some temporary stuff in AEW or Impact or whatever. That's cool. Well good for them. Yeah, it's- I'm gonna be shocked if uh, Tony Khan doesn't buy Ring of Honor. It's going to be interesting what happens with uh, Ring of Honor because they're owned by a TV company. And by all reports, they said that they were taking the first quarter off and that they were yeah. going to kind of revamp the company so that they mm-hmm. they just weren't renewing anybody's contract and they were granting releases to anybody who wanted them. So people, there are people that could stay under contract with them if they want to. Um, but So that's what, like, Jay, still, Jay, uh, yeah. Jay Lethal was on... Uh, talking to Jericho. I heard that interview. About that. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you know, that dude is fucking hilarious. Yeah, he is. Like, 
He honestly, like, and now I kind of he laughs like, too much at his own shit, though. That was the only yeah, thing that I, I took away from yeah. the interview. I mean, so, laughed, so do we. He laughed. Yeah, we, we well, laughed know, for fucking ten minutes he, at uh, at him reading off a fucking imaginary sheet of paper. But he, yeah. he would, but, but he would, but that's us laughing at it. Like he would tell a story to Jericho and then laugh at his own like punchline to it over top of Jericho. Like Jericho wouldn't be laughing, but Lethal would be laughing. Like he would laugh and then Jericho would be like, hey, yeah. <laughs> He, he he but he might do probably the best macho man version. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. I mean And even his his flair. His flair. His flair oh still my too, god. Yeah. yeah. That fucking woo off with flair is still yeah. just cool. Him, him telling the story of um of uh at, he kind of told it at the end. He said that uh that flair like anytime he knew flair was in the building because he would or he knew flair had a friend he would yeah. bring a friend to the building because he'd hear somebody go lethal Lethal, get over here, you son of a bitch! And he's like, yeah. I would just know that he wanted me to do the impression for somebody. So Flair used him as like a party but, trick. But he's oh, doing God. the impersonation. But he's doing the impersonation on the podcast yeah. as Flair too. Or yeah, like, it was good. oh my God, that was pretty funny. Yeah. All right, so now we plugged other people's podcasts. Michael, what are you plugging this week? Oh man, <laughs> certainly not that hole that Kevin's licking. Uh, <laughs> What? <laughs> Go over from? to youtube.com forward slash modern toy fair to check out the uh, reviews and modern toy fair podcast and toy therapy. Go watch Jason's episode so he can get some more views. Uh, that's entirely uh, on you, sir, because you didn't give me the same publicity that you did everybody else. Oh my God. Where's First my of, I Instagram get post? I got I get no Instagram post. You got Twitter. Where's I get my more interaction from Twitter. No. I will show you the analytics. I get zero fucking. Well, somebody, views some, from somebody could see it and then click the thing and blah blah blah. But whatever. They don't. I didn't because because Instagram doesn't let me put the link in the thing and actually make same. it clickable. So they have to go to my bio, click the general link, then find the video. It's a whole thing. People don't do it. It's annoying. <laughs> they could just pull um, up YouTube and search it or something. But I still I didn't get the same publicity. You underestimate. Oh my god. Anyway. Uh, Mike, I thought you were. I thought you were, were going to say so. Jason's can get of you. <laughs> I do have more than one. He's got like twenty five. <laughs> and, and I haven't even watched it. So that's <laughs> yeah. Are they, Jason, all, are, they, are, they, are they all from the Gates? They, yeah, they are from the the Hoobles. Um But uh, yeah, check that out. And then here uh, in what two weeks we're going to have our Festivus special, where me, Nate, and Jamar will list off our top ten figures of the year. So Ooh. check that out. Um, we just did our top five worst figures of the year. Um, we also have a TikTok where there's this random shit on it. Uh, you can go follow me on Instagram this, at Modern Toy Fair. Will this be on your top ten? Because this is pretty. Um, I don't know if it's gonna be on my top ten. I do have a review of it that I need to finish. Um, and uh, Twitter at Modern Toy Fair. Uh, Wednesday weekly purchases on Twitch.tv forward slash. Modern Toy Fair. Uh, I think that's it. Oh, tpublic.com. Search Modern Toy Fair Gimmick Minute for different shirts with our logos and other shit that we come up with. Yeah. We haven't come up with any in a while, but, you know, no. there's still I mean, we might have to be, do a whole licking one. Yeah, the rim. <laughs> tongue around the rim. Yeah. I think that's it. Jason, do you, do, you re- do you realize Mike does more, like, publicity and plugging of his show on your show than you do of your show? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I just, I just, I just wanted to. Throw well, it hey, there, we, so. we've already discussed you taking over the Twitter account, so. Yeah, because you're the one who like makes best friends with all these famous yeah, people. Yeah, so we're really, we need to be we taken bring over. that up that I am a best friend now of Eric Bischoff. I know, right? Yeah, how about that? Like, not only did he like my comment, he retweeted my comment. Ooh. Yeah, and honestly, and, and I mean it too. If you have a chance, go listen to eighty three weeks the episode on Rick Rude. Awesome episode. It was an awesome episode. I, I happened to listen to it as well. I haven't listened to 83 Reeks in a while, but as I was scrolling through and saw that they had a Rick, Rick, Rick Rude episode, I was like, I'm going to listen to this one. So I tuned in for Dumb it. Oh, my God. Really the, story, the story about getting the belt from him. Yeah. And then the gun being on top of the belt. Yeah. And Rick picked up the gun, paused, picked up the belt, gave it to Bischoff, <laughs> and then put the gun back in the truck. Yeah. So... Yeah, yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Um, yeah, he, he told some pretty funny stories in that, too. And it wasn't your typical Bischoff, like, going off on a tirade for the most part, so that was nice. He didn't repeat the as same long as, shit as long over, as it, and over Yeah, as, as, as long as you keep Bischoff and, like, Bruce off of, like, Dave Meltzer, then, like, <laughs> they don't go off. Oh, my off God, my okay. favorite, though, is when, when Eric goes off about Dave Meltzer, because... Oh, yeah. Like... 
you've got <laughs> Conrad, who's like, he's not that bad. And then Eric's like, he's a fucking worthless piece of shit, and he deserves the rotten hell. Because every time they, like, Bischoff or Bruce, like, get done fucking razzing him, you just hear Conrad go... Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> he takes a deep sigh. You know, the one thing I didn't even pick up on, and we talked a little bit about Cody going through the table last week. So Conrad and oh, he's and still pretty melty too. And it, well, he was wearing something on his back to protect it. Mm-hmm. So like, I didn't even really catch that. I was kind of dozing off, and you know, a little bit between that match, I saw most of it. But yeah, I didn't even realize when he took his shirt off, like he had some like protective like. Skin like fake skin on his back to try and help mm-hmm. him from it and stuff but oh but it didn't help that much because no, really he's still didn't. pretty melty that's yeah, because he took a back bump through a hot table and yeah took i thought the full I, force I, of it yeah because he said something like somebody's like oh it looks like uh cody's been out in the sun like he's peeling yeah. and it's like <laughs> conrad's just like what <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, who was it? Dave, Dave Silva said something like that or whatever. Yeah, one of his dumbass friends. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, hey, that will do it for this week's episode of the show. Thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, you can definitely check out all of our episodes on your favorite podcast app of choice, like Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, Spotify, and more. You can also just click the link when I post it on our Twitter at LiveYourGimmick. And, uh, yeah, that'll about do it Uh, for Kevin and Michael. My name is Jason, reminding you smarks out there to stick your tongue around the rim, but don't push it all the way in. (laughs) Damn. Be a fan and live your gimmick. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Cream cream pie. (laughs)